Welcome to the Deep Healing Podcast. I'm Jayanne, an energy healer who's obsessed with understanding how to break into the subconscious mind and create healing, lasting changes that bring peace to everyone around me. This podcast is brought to you by jayannehealing.com. That's J-A-Y-E-A-N-N-E-H-E-A-L-I-N-G.com and the JN Healing Coursework. This is where you can find self-serve courses that can retrain your mind to do anything and get rid of that grinding pain and tension inside and find your peace. As an empath, I'm often worried about the environment, and I know I'm not alone. This is because uh, we as empaths can feel everything around us, including the distress of the natural world. This series on trees will give you the tools to understand the meaning of what these trees teach us so you can heal the pain within yourself that's related to these concepts and start to take action if you need to. Hi, welcome to Deep Healing with Jayanne. Welcome to Jayanne Healing. I am Jayanne. And I'm an energy healer, and I help you learn how to rewrite your internal programming for yourself. And I create a space for you to be able to do that with grace and ease and flow and excitement and joyful excitement. So I'm very, I love my work. I just really do. But we are talking about trees today. This is Number three in the tree series, we already talked about ash and hemlock. And so if you haven't seen those or listened to them, great place to to go back once you're done with this one. This particular tree we're going to be talking about is chestnut. And I kind of had to prepare myself a little more than I did for the other two. For some reason, this one like it's so much deeper for me and I don't know if that's going to be true for everybody but chestnut really really got me so chestnut you ever heard that song chestnuts roasting on an open fire right that's a beautiful thing chestnut is known for abundance it's associated with the planet jupiter and so if you are into astrology or anything like that, that Jupiter is the great expander. It's the sign of like wonderful abundance and just exuberant joy and love and just lots of merriment. And chestnut is very much the same way. So chestnuts, they, so they grow huge. They used to, the American chestnut was so big that it was like 10 feet across and hundreds of feet in the and when it got to a certain level of maturity it would drop tens to hundreds of pounds of chestnuts per tree so this is and chestnuts are a wonderful food for people for animals you don't have to process them in any crazy way you just you just pick them up and they do have a spiny shell that like pops open and then you just pick them up and you can 
cook them and eat them with like acorns you have to do all this kind of other stuff because there's like super bitter but with chestnuts you just kind of heat them up until they roast and they get like this nice like sweet potato flavor an interesting another interesting fact is is the chestnuts the so they are in this like spiny casing and inside of the spiny casing is the nut itself and they hang on to the tree until they're perfectly ripe and they do not let go until it's time until it's time and then once they once it's time they just drop and open now i say this all very hyperbolically right it takes a couple of days for them to do this process but they just drop and open and there's just food lots of food once a year just tons of food and they last a really long time so they're a beautiful food to have to prepare yourself for the winter 100 200 years ago we didn't have grocery stores supermarkets like we do now and preparing for the winter was really important also why fall is a great time to talk about trees because many tree nuts are a beautiful overwinter food and so chestnuts have a good smattering of different nutrients in them they're really good for you and you don't have to put any work into it it just drops when it's time so that just speaks volumes to the idea of abundance and allowing being provided for and this expansive being provided for at the right time so if you're feeling called towards chestnut and working with chestnut that might be a good a good place to keep going digging is how you feel about being provided for and how you feel about allowing abundance in your life and that doesn't for some people that means a bunch of money and for some people that just means the right thing at the right time yeah because you could have thousands of pairs of socks and consider that to be abundance but if you have no shoes then you don't have the right thing at the right time you have all this other stuff that doesn't that isn't appropriate in that quantity you're like we gotta trade some socks for some shoes it's just not the right thing at the right time that doesn't make you feel about allowing in this feeling of being provided for in the right way at the right time and a lot of people do recommend i think it's sweet chestnut black flower essences as a great remedy for that kind of feeling check it out if you're feeling like depleted and like unprovided for and why do I always have to do like big bar and steel to try to get to the next dollar then maybe think about working with chestnut flower essences so that's the meaning of chestnut beautiful abundance and the low side it's this those feelings that I was just talking about like having the wrong abundance Having the lots of stuff, but it's just in the wrong timing or in the wrong form, right? Like socks and shoes, it's just the wrong form. Like you don't need 10 million socks. You could use one to two, three pairs of shoes instead of 99% of those socks, for example. So that's a low size, just like having 
that the wrong thing at the wrong time. And that kind of invites the idea of going through your stuff and saying, okay, what do I really need? And do I really need that? And how many things of these do I need? Why do I have this? If I keep buying socks, I don't know why I'm picking socks. I just picked it. If I keep buying socks, there must be something in the back of my mind that says I don't have enough socks. <laughs> and then I just keep buying more. But then I go home and I go, why do I have so many socks? Right? What's the root cause of me feeling like I don't have enough socks all the time and I'm just always buying these socks and then I forget to buy shoes or like I had a friend who was like I ran out of garlic powder and I ran out of onion powder and I keep thinking I'm buying the one I'm out of but I keep buying the one I have and so I have like 16 garlic powders and I still can't remember to buy onion powder store right that's a different kind of abundance and feeling like why can't I get this the right thing at the right time why can't I remember what I'm out of. So the, that is the low side, is feeling the wrong abundance. And obviously this goes hand in hand with some kind of hoarding or having lots of accounts on say Instagram or something, if you have too many of those or too many different kinds of social media accounts and you're like, maybe I should figure that out. That's a version of abundance that you don't really think about. I have something because you have the handles, but it's not like a physical object and it's just like escaping, right? It, it escapes from us that we have all this other stuff that is invisible. <laughs> Unless it's visible, right? Unless we choose to see it. Chestnut. The sad story of the American chestnut. And this is why I had to prepare because I, I don't know why, but it makes me feel so, so sad that this happened. But, and it happened in like 1904. So it was over a hundred years ago that this happened. But there was a fungus. There's actually two funguses, but it was called a blight because a blight is a fun name for diseases in the plant world. But the chestnut blight it came over from i think it was japan or china i can't remember which but it was because people were like "Ooh, i want an exotic chestnut tree in my yard i'm gonna go mail order like literally in the 1900s people were buying stuff in china for their gardens i'm not kidding you it's a thing kind of like today how people are like oh i want a japanese maple right like oh, a red maple because they're cute and they have this broken looking trunk right like it's just i want something that's different in my yard and chestnuts were everywhere and the chinese chestnut and the japanese chestnut are much smaller and so they would make more sense in a yard but they had already had this blight and they'd already come to equilibrium with this blight so when it came over when these plants came over they had the spores because it was a fungus they had the spores of the blight on the plants and of course spores just travel by wind and by animals walking from one tree over to another and the american chestnuts which were hundreds of feet tall and 10 up to 10 feet in diameter were significantly impacted by this blight to the point where they're considered functionally extinct now fortunately there are 
groups out there that are looking to bring back the American chestnut and help it be disease resistant. So if you're a biology nerd like me, you can go research that. It's super cool. But the it would be like if the redwoods got a disease and they were just all it's that it was that kind of a tree. That kind of a powerful tree. And it fed a lot of animals and it fed a lot of people. And we, the wood from the trees were considered to be amazing. It was easy to split. It was strong and sturdy. The trunks were very straight. They used to use it for telegraph poles and they used it for barn wood and all kinds of stuff because it was such an easy wood to work with. And it was very strong and it was disease. It was fungus resistant, just not to that fungus. And so it wouldn't, it wouldn't mold as easily as some other woods would. It wouldn't rot as easily. So the, yeah, so the wood was another piece of its abundance of another piece of its power. So obviously it's all happened in the past, right? The other three trees that have problems with them are, ongoing and some of them are in the later stages and some of them are in the middle of it but that's all done with right like way before any of us were born it all happened so what does that mean and the interesting thing is around the turn of the century so right around the time where there was a lot of abundance in the united states that started to grow you know, we got the Roaring Twenties just shortly after that. We have all of this, like, explosion, a hundred years later, an explosion of just money and wealth and abilities and, you know, the internet. Not saying that the death of these abundant trees gave way to the internet, per se, but from a from an energetic standpoint... You could say that maybe their spirits transformed and shifted into because you can't get rid of a spirit right like matter and energy cannot be destroyed only change form and so these massively abundant trees may have shifted their energetic focus into these other things that happened all of this industrialization all of that and maybe that's what happened i don't know for sure because their spirit is no longer really bound to the trees just one theory the other impacts of the loss of those trees is speculative but we can see in this case this massively abundant tree went away and right around the same time, there's this huge, huge explosion. The turn of the century was, I had a lot to do with industrialization. So it's a sad story and it's an interesting, maybe it's a happy ending, right? But I think a lot of us are still feeling this missing of this abundance. And so let's check in and we'll do our meditation now. This is another tree meditation. Wonderful. And we're going to check in with the 
spirit of the tree, of the American chestnut tree. And interestingly for me, and I don't know if you're experiencing the same thing, the other three trees are two trees. The other two trees, I felt like it was coming from a specific source, but chestnut just feels like everywhere. And I'm not sure if it's because of the nature of chestnut being so abundant or if it's more of the fact that its spirit may have moved towards other things. And what I'm getting here now is the story of the giving tree. And usually that message of that story is, I gave you my branches, I gave you my, my nuts, I gave you my fruits, I gave you my body, and you still wanted more, so I gave you my spirit. And now we just receive that. Receive that kind of incredible selflessness into ourselves. I'm getting at some of you are like, this is all wrong. This shouldn't happen. Everything that happened was bad. The blight is all the Americans' fault. It never should have been a thing. We could go back in time. We can't go back in time. And there's a grief here. And the way that a lot of people deal with grief is through blame. Because if somehow we can find the correct blame, one, we'll feel better, or two... We can fix it and it'll go back to however it was before and it's, it never happened. Now that neither of those is true. The great forests of tall American chestnut trees is gone. It's gone. Receive what you're being given right now and honor it. Now is the time to receive. Not to want more, but to receive. Because when you want more, you block out receiving and you won't feel satisfied. Just allow yourself to receive this.
you weren't here when this happened. And even if you were, there was nothing you could have done to stop it. All you can do right now is just allow yourself to receive the spirit of abundance that this tree is sharing with you. Don't let it go to waste. I can feel that in my third chakra very strongly. Very strongly. There was this, a soothing fullness that came through there. So we're going to stretch. Wake up a little bit. I hope you enjoyed this video. Thank you for listening to me wax philosophical and historical about the American chestnut tree. And I really do appreciate you. Thank you for all your time. And oh, and join our Facebook group. That's what I wanted to tell you. Because if you have any thoughts or questions, the easiest way to get in contact with me is through the Facebook group. Obviously, you can leave a comment on the on the YouTube video. Ooh, yeah, that one was a big one. Excuse me. I am just... But yeah, I'll leave a link to the Facebook group down below. If you're not on Facebook, totally fine. Just reach out to me, jn at jnhealing.com. And you have a wonderful day. I love you so much. Did you know that 90% of actions are unconscious? Help a friend or stranger find deep healing through this podcast and become more conscious by leaving a five-star review wherever you are listening. 